It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Wednesday. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Tony Burke joins me on this conference tournament Wednesday as we really get going today. Games are underway in the Atlantic 10. Yeah, I don't care. However, ACC, SEC, Big 12, Big 10, Big East, Pac-12, all get really going today. ACC, of course, got going yesterday. The new system, Scooter, is 2-1. Nice. That's pretty good. Uh, if you're over 500, that's called cashing a check. Free money. Free money today. We'll go over all the... Games of systems easy. Take the underdogs in the Power Five conference tournaments. That's it. There's no rhyme or reason to it. I don't like a lot of them today, especially in the ACC. I'm going to take Georgia Tech. I'm going to take Boston College against Carolina. I'm going to take Virginia Tech. <sighs> Boston College is not going to cover twice in a row, are they? Question mark? We'll see. It is Wednesday, March 8th. Eminem Cartage Hotline, or, yeah, that's right. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open. Question myself. 502 384 1450 to join in on the conversation. Thorne's text line open as well. 502 414 Go get your free breakfast at Thorne's. Here's what you got to do first get on the Thorne's app, become a new Refreshing Rewards member, download the app, register for Refreshing Rewards, and then you get a free breakfast at Thorne's. You can get the steak and egg burrito, which I love, the sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, or the bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, along with any 20-ounce bottled soda, fizz freeze, tea, or fountain drink. That is uh, Thornton's Refreshing Rewards Free Breakfast. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502 414 Tony Burke in studio. How are you, brother? I'm excited to be here, John. Wow, he sounds like he means it, Scoots. He does. Uh, We're going to pick, all three of us, our conference tournament winners. Pretty simple. Power conferences. Six tournaments, uh, six winners. We'll put a little uh, little juice on the side here to see, uh, you know, know, maybe a grape juice, steak and shake dinner or something. Not not, not anything expensive. It's not a Eastern Michigan, Louisville, who gets more wins bet. So we're not going (laughs) that that high, high caliber. But we'll bet something. The uh, Louisville season comes to an end. Mercifully. I don't know why we thought anything would change. I did yesterday. I thought, hey, Louisville could beat Boston College. Boston College was without post, their big post player, no pun intended. Uh, And they still beat Louisville by 18. Why do do we think things will be different? Why do I think things will be different? I don't want to blame you, Justin. I was about to say, easy on the Wii. The game was tied with 16 minutes. It was. But Louisville's Louisville, man. They had a lot of those games this year, Tony, where they were in it with 10 minutes to go and lost by double figures. Guess what? Happens again. How many offensive rebounds did Boston College have in the second half? Uh, they out-rebounded Louisville 40-29 to 29 for the game. That's the only number I got in front of me. And Boston College, here's, here's I said this all year, Louisville plays no defense. They score 80. How many turnovers do you think Boston College had, Scoots? It's Boston College. Remember that. Six. Four. Cards were able to turn the Eagles over four times. I do know Louisville led the rebounding battle at halftime, so I'm surprised to well, hear they lost by that bit. By 11. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it's mercifully over. Kenny Payne didn't do himself any favors in the postgame either. He's happy. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm, I'm good with my staff. Didn't want to hear the questions. The valid question of, hey, do you think you should be back for another year? Or, hey, um, why, why did this team underachieve this year? These are valid questions. Do you make any staff changes? And he got a little surly. Didn't want to hear it. You're the head coach of a major college basketball program. When you're four and twenty-eight, these are the questions you're going to get, and you got to be—you got to know those are coming, right, Tony? And you got to prepare your answers a little more um, friendlier, a little, little more user-friendly here. Yeah, I, I don't know what you do if you're Kenny Payne. Every there's nothing positive to talk about. So yes, but you're right. You got to handle it, and I know the Kenny Payne haters want him gone. The yeah. ones, the ones that are. Back at him, got to be swaying. I mean, well, he's not going anywhere. He's not right, and uh, you got to get in the portal. Probably as early as last night. You're looking at the portal names that are already jumping in there. The kid from Harvard, for one, um, who apparently's heard from Kentucky and about 15 other colleges, but Louisville wasn't mentioned. Look, well, you got to get in that portal, man. There's where the hard part comes, Sean. They're going to get guys to the portal, but will they get the guys the caliber that they need? That's a great question. Because you can sell the facilities, you can sell the program, but you can't sell last year Kenny Payne's first year. And I know what everybody – not everybody. I heard people say, well, he knew he didn't have the players. No, you don't go 4-28 and at Louisville with any players. Yeah. And it, they've, they've had, they've had you know, teams that didn't have a lot of talent, still won games, they couldn't beat bad teams, not just average teams. They couldn't beat bad teams. I mean, Bellarmine, that was just a sign of things to come. Bellarmine, that right State. There, Appalachia State. Lipscomb, who's not bad, but Lipscomb. But I you're mean, talking A-Sun, and yes. you're talking, I mean, should Louisville, if Louisville played in A-Sun, what would be their record this year? <sighs> a little bit, I'm going to say a little bit over 500. Yeah. Because Bellarmine was in the middle of the pack here, and they beat Louisville. And at Kennesaw State, and Lipscomb, Kennesaw Liberty, State beat Louisville. would Louisville beat those teams? Yeah, that's a good question. Let's Louisville, go to, Louisville doesn't win 10 games in the ASUN. So 10 and ten and 8 then, right? The best case. Uh, about 500. Uh, let's go to the M&M Cards Highline, bring in an early caller today. David, how are you on this uh, conference tournament Wednesday? Uh, thanks for taking my call, sure. John and Tony, as always. and. Uh, one thing I, I noticed that uh, I said this, uh, Coach Payne, and I am not a um, Kenny Payne hater, as you know. I, I really want Kenny Payne to make it work here, and I'm glad he's here. But I just the concern I have last night about just that that media thing you brought up. I mean, especially about I think a comment or a question he was asked about uh, about meeting with Josh Hurd, and he seemed like he said everything's fine and I don't have to why should I have to meet with Josh Hurd and <laughs> I mean I don't know why yeah. he did that and I'm really thinking um, you know uh, the, the, the Kenny Payne might be setting himself up for you know if something else happens you know say next season if things are hopefully things are better but if they're about the same next season I'm afraid he's not going to last through next season I don't know and I don't want to see that with him I yeah. really don't Tony is a coach you will when you when the season's over you have right. it. It is you have an yeah, Thankfully, yeah. But Tony, you will tell people you have an exit. You have exit interviews with all your players. Mm-hmm. You have an exit interview with your st- each member of your staff, and you have an exit interview with your, your b- boss. boss. Yeah. 
who is Josh Hurd. So the question, when are you going to meet with Josh Hurd, it shouldn't even be a question, are you going to meet with Josh Hurd? It's when are you going to meet with Josh Hurd? Yeah, Josh. when. I think that's what the question was, yeah. Josh Hurd took a lot of the heat Ooh. off Kenny yesterday in a little interview with Tim Sullivan that he did where he basically said, look, Kenny and I talk three or four times a week on the phone. We talk about all kinds of different things, where we want the program to be. We talk about personal things as well. All this going. So Ken, uh, Josh Hurd kind of took the heat off of Kenny with that answer. But when you're asked when are you going to meet with Josh Hurd, you can't say we got nothing to meet about when you're four and twenty-eight. That's just, true. You just That's can't. True. You can't yeah. say it. It's a whether it's true or not. Whether you've already met with him, you have to give the answer of Josh and I are going to sit down and we're going to break this program down from top to bottom and we're going to figure out what we need to do to get things right. It's really, David, a simple answer. To a simple question that Kenny Payne was not prepared to answer yesterday, and I don't understand. No, he wasn't. That. I don't understand it. No. And I mean, on the Collins show last night on ninety-three nine, the haters were out big. I don't know I what that is. That, I don't or know at least they were trying guys. to. You know what I'm saying? Ninety, you know, ninety-three nine. I didn't even think about calling them because I, whew, it, I felt it was, it was it was rough listening to it last night on on that on that yeah. on the Collins show after the game. Well, David, here's another thing I'm just looking at. Louisville, 2-18 and 18 in the conference. That's a 10 to .100 winning percentage. And Ooh, yeah. overall, 1.25 is their winning percentage on the year. And that is not acceptable with That's not acceptable. Huntley Hatfield and yeah. LLs. You have to win some games. And if, he, if he's not – I know he stands up for his guys and he tries to deflect it some – but right. when you go to those meetings, Josh Hurd has to sit with him and go, show me what we're going to change. Yeah. What are we going to do? And, it, and Kenny Payne's got to have, he's got to have a plan. And that meeting's going to happen. And Kenny yeah. Payne didn't want to talk about it. And I understand you. There's a look. When you go to the press conference, you're 4 and 28 and the season's over, you don't want to be there. He, there's a lot he doesn't want to talk about. But he has to address the questions and he just do it in a. In a in a menial manner, just do it in a way that you can say, "Look, we're doing the the best we can. It wasn't good enough this year. We have to sit down, get together as a group, as a staff, as a university, my boss as well, and we got to talk about what we're going to change and what we're going to do to make it better next year." That's all you have to say. You don't have to get right. snippy with the reporter who is asking no. a valid question. David, thank you for no. the call. I appreciate it. Sure, sure. Uh, Syracuse 8, Wake Forest 6, first TV timeout, though. Who you got? Uh, I got Syracuse because they're getting, getting three. points. I know. I know the system. The system was 2-1 and one yesterday, all in the ACC, of course. Um, Louisville was the one loser. Ah, shocker. They were getting six, lost by uh, 18. Uh, Florida State was a winner by the system, plus two, and they lost 62-61. I was at the... At Patterson Stadium, watching the Cardinals play a little baseball and watching it on the TV they had in the press box. And oh man, a foul with three tenths of a second to go to allow Georgia Tech to go to the line and shoot two. Yikes. I thought about you yesterday, John, because you told me you had Florida State on the money line. I did. Money line. That's that's brutal. The only way I lose there with Georgia Tech wins is exactly what happened. And then he misses the second one on purpose, which allowed the system to get a win. And then Notre Dame last night, Mike Bray's final game as head coach of the Fighting Irish. They had a shot there at the end. They lose it to uh, Virginia Tech 67-64. Notre Dame was getting six as well. So system, two and one last night. Congratulations on the four new entries into the NCAA tournament. Gonzaga 
Did you watch any of this, Tony? They wallop St. Mary's. I, I stopped watching it. John went to oh. the NBA, NBA game and told you they forgot to tell the Laker fans early in the game they were playing. Yeah, Memphis uh, and the Lakers. Uh, not a lot of, not, John Morant's not playing? Say. Yeah, I'm not showing up for this. LeBron uh-huh. and John are playing? Yeah, I think I'll stay home tonight. Yeah, that's what I, I turned it over because Gonzaga was just whooped. 77 to 51. They had 19 St. Mary's at half, didn't they? Wasn't it 37 19? Yeah, at half? 37 19. I don't think this one went over. I didn't, didn't play it, but I don't <laughs> think it went over. 77 51. Uh, the Zags are 28 and 5, maybe a two seed, depending on what happens in some of these uh, other conference tournaments, but they're dangerous. Yeah, I'm, you, you know, I've said that. That's the one team I still think it. you got the bet on them. I might go yeah. over and take a look at what their odds are now. They were 22 to 1 when I got them just last week. Yeah, they'll be down some from that. But and remember, they were the two seed here. St. Mary's was the one seed in this uh, WCC tournament. Did you watch the second best team in Kentucky play yesterday? Uh, the Norse are in, baby. Yep. I Darren, did not. Darren Horn. Darren Horn done a great job. A phenomenal job at Northern Kentucky. They beat, uh, as a four seed, they knock off number one the night before. The Vikings of Cleveland State. And then they night. beat third seeded Cleveland State last night. Kevin, uh, Kevin uh, what's his name? Kevin Mackey. He's not that still Him there. Him and uh, Mouse McFadden Ooh, are not there. That was years ago. It was uh, 60. Mouse McFadden. Mouse what a McFadden. name. Yeah, there, oh. there's one to put in the book. Uh, they are a problem. A lot of those guys are in jail right now. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not getting out. 63-61, Northern Kentucky out of the Horizon League gets the uh, gets the uh, the bid, the automatic bid, automatic qualifier. It is uh, their 22-12, and 12, third appearance for the Norse. Darren Horn took them in 2019 to the, uh, to the uh, NCAA tournament. And Darren Horn took Western Kentucky yep. to the tournament. I don't think he ever took South Carolina, but he might have. But Darren Horn's a good basketball coach. College of Charleston is in. They're thirty-one and three. This one would have been interesting. Bobby Crimmins still there? Uh, he's not. Okay, if they were thirty and four and had lost last night, do they get in? They were the two seed in the Colonial Athletic Association. They beat UNC Wilmington sixty-three fifty-eight uh, to uh, get to the tournament. Oral Roberts is in ninety-two to fifty-eight. Over North Dakota State. Good old Roberts. The team. Golden Eagles. Did you know that one? No, I was going to go with Preachers. Yep. Oh, we're not playing the mascot game today? Well, we'll play another day. Hey, I knew the Vikings of Cleveland State. He knew the Vikings. Well, we looked up the Vikings yesterday. We did. I said it was the Indians, and I knew it was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Oral Roberts, College of Charleston, Northern Kentucky, Gonzaga all punched their tickets into the NCAA tournament last night. We'll go over all the conference tournaments. Coming up today, we'll talk about Lamar Jackson as well. Um, also, the conference tournament winners in the Big Six, the Power Six, who you got? We'll ask Tony. We'll even ask Scooter. We'll even get Scooter's opinion, right? That's a good opinion. I mean, he can give us his, then we can scratch them off the list so we don't pick <laughs> them. Right? We can do that. I think that's you, John. Spoken like the guy that loses all the bets. <sighs> well, you know... <laughs> If you can't win, you might as well talk about winning. <laughs> Let's take a break. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Guy. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio on this Wednesday. Eminem Cartage hotline open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450. You'd like to add your $0.10 cents worth to the episode. 
The Thornton's text line is open as well. Get your text in the show, 502-414-1450. Three more bids will be given out tonight. 5 o'clock ESPN2 today, Tony. You ready? The Southland Conference. Northwestern State, which is in what state? Louisiana. Correct. They're the two seed. Texas A&M Corpus Christi. They're in Texas. Is the one seed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put anything by this, dude. Corpus Christi's a three-point favorite. Now, here are the fun ones, though. Patriot League, six-seed Lafayette there you go. is 11-22. and 22. That's who I'm for. That's who I'm pulling for. They will take on the top seed, and I think a Cinderella in the big dance here, Colgate, the toothbrushes, I don't think that's accurate. They're 25-8, and eight and they are 14-point favorites over Lafayette. CBS Sports Network, 730. Go Lafayette. Go Lafayette. And I do not know their nicknames. I'd go with Generals. But That's selection in Lafayette. I'm just guessing. <laughs> the Generals. And the big sky, here's another one. Ninth seeded. Northern Arizona is 12-22. and 22. Who are we pulling for? Northern Arizona. Arizona. They play second seed Montana State, who is uh, 24-9, 11-30. Take your no-dos, ESPN2 tonight in the Big Sky finale. Montana State is an eight-point favorite there. Go team that's not the Grizzlies, the Montana Grizzlies. Aggies, maybe? Seems like those teams are always the Aggies. Uh, Syracuse leads Wake Forest midway through the first half, 19-10. Syracuse, three-point underdog, so the system feeling pretty good right now there. Early. Very early. 9.51 to go in the first half, 19.10 Syracuse. All right, before we get to uh, basketball, deep into the uh, conference tournament discussion here, Lamar Jackson got his non-exclusive franchise tag yesterday, $32 million. He is the first... Uh, non first quarterback to get the non-exclusive tag, and let's let's explain it quickly. Non-exclusive means he can go negotiate with other teams, try to get a better deal. And if he gets a better deal, the Baltimore Ravens can either match that deal or let him go, and they get two number one draft picks from the team he goes to. All right, thirty-two million for non-exclusive, forty-five million if it's exclusive, which means he would play this year for the Baltimore Ravens. He's the first quarterback to get a non-exclusive since 2016. And this guy got his guaranteed contract. He was the first quarterback to ever do it. Kirk Cousins. Kirk D. Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. Yeah. I knew that, but wow. He's the first one uh, quarterback to get the non-exclusive franchise tag. Um. Now, all of a sudden yesterday, literally within an hour of this announcement, teams have have lined up and said, we're not interested. This feels like collusion. Remember when Andre Dawson sued Major League Baseball because of collusion and the owners were found out to have actually gotten together and said, hey, we're not paying any of these free agents. That's what this feels like. The owners' meeting was just two weeks ago. Did they all get together and say, uh, let's don't anybody put any offers in for Lamar Jackson. That's the question I would have. J.J. Watt tweeted out yesterday, this is really fishy. This is not, something is, is just wrong here with what's going on. Now, the other part of this is, 
when Deshaun Watson got $230 million guaranteed from the Cleveland Browns, the owners were irate with Cleveland owner Jimmy Haslam. Because, as we know, anytime a quarterback gets signed, gets a contract, that's the new standard. Doesn't matter how good you are. Doesn't matter if you're Patrick Mahomes and then here comes Daniel Jones. I got to get $1 million more than that last guy got. It's a game of who's got the bigger ego. Let's just call it the yeah, ego. Yeah, it's not money, it's ego. It's all about the ego. Because if I'm going to get $180 million or I'm going to get $230 million, I know it's $50 million, but either, either of those amounts is going to change my family's life forever. My kids are going to be fine, and my kids' kids are going to be fine, and my kids' kids' kids are going to be fine. So while you can say, well, the market says he's worth $230 million because he's got an MVP, Deshaun Watson doesn't have an MVP, the owners, I think, are going to reset the market here. Okay, this, this may be collusion of a different kind. This might be the owner saying enough is enough. We can't give these guys $230 million guaranteed money. It is fiscally irresponsible. We can't build a team around it because all our money's going into the quarterback. That's why Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady's contracts were structured so well that because those two guys wanted teammates around them that could help them win Super Bowls, and it worked for them. Some guys don't feel that way. Daniel Jones got paid yesterday. New York Giants gave Daniel Jones four years, $160 million, $40 million a year for a guy who's had one good season. He had a good season last year, won one playoff game last year. They would have saved a lot more money had they given him the fifth-year extension last year, which they didn't do. The GM now says, yeah, we should have done that. Hindsight's twenty twenty. obviously. We sure wish we would have done that last year, but they didn't. They saved $5 million off the exclusive tag, though. So they had to pay him to the – oh, wow. Because, right? Because we, we were talking – it was $45 million? Paying him $160 million, so they, they – yes, they did. And But then they franchised Saquon Barkley yesterday, who is going to get uh, – I don't know how much money, but he is non-exclusive as well. So teams can negotiate. If Saquon Barkley's angry about it, then he can go find a suitor. It's crazy. It's just Running backs money. are difficult because they're interchangeable. Derrick Henry's going to get traded probably. He's the best running back in the league. Is that a, do we argue about that? Is he? I agreed with you all when I was listening. Six guys got max got a franchise tag yesterday. Barkley, Evan Ingram, the tight end for the Jaguars, Lamar Jackson, Josh Jacobs of the Raiders, running back, Darren Payne, the defensive tackle for Washington, and Tony Pollard, Dallas Cowboy running back. So three – of the six players that got franchise tagged yesterday were running backs, which surprises me. Here's what Barkley. Barkley will make $10.091 million in 2023 under the non-exclusive franchise tender. Which means, same as Lamar, he can go out and look for a better deal. If uh, he gets the better deal, then he can come back to the uh, Giants and say, here's the deal I got. They can say, well, we're going to keep you at that same amount. Millions, or we're going to let you go. Seems millions. really cheap for Saquon. Yeah, You're I, telling me I can go out and get backs, Saquon for eleven backs, mil? Yeah, running backs aren't going to make money because when you look at Super Bowl winners and Super Bowl participants, who are the running backs? This and year? injuries. Miles Sanders, Gainwell, and and those, they don't last long. You're right. Gainwell and Miles Sanders, Pacheco, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Who was the running back when the Rams won it all? Exactly, <laughs> Henderson. Henderson, maybe. Uh, Leonard Fournette with the uh, Buccaneers. 
uh, Joe Mixon when the Bengals got to the Super Bowl. I mean, running backs are a dime a dozen. Leonard so, Fournette is the most manly man I've ever he seen is. He in, is in person. He's a beast. Uh, he, he's, he's, Mar- he's, he was the beast after Marshawn Lynch was the beast. Mm-hmm. But um, Lamar wants Deshaun Watson money, and he wants the Deshaun Watson deal. And I think the owners are saying, yeah, you know what? You've been hurt the last two years. Yes, you're an MVP, but that was that was four years ago. You've been injured. You haven't been able to finish the season. I don't think we're going to pony up $230 million for Lamar Jackson for, for four years. And, you know, when you think about that money, I, I hope they get so. everything they can get. But that's just so crazy when you financially think about and, – and I know people don't want to hear this, but then you try to take your family to a game and you look up on – Ticketmaster and the tickets two hundred dollars and then fees are two hundred and sixty dollars <laughs> and it's fourteen dollars for a beer and you're paying fifty bucks to park. I, I just don't know when it's going to stop. Lamar and the Ravens have now till July seventeenth to try to make it. That's a long way away, by the way, to try to complete a deal, give him a long term contract. Uh, also, in that time frame, he can come to them with an offer from another team. If he doesn't, they've got till July 17th, and at that point, if there's no deal, then he's a uh, he's a Raven on the franchise tag for $32.1 million. And, and he's so good, but do you think there's any fear the way he plays? Absolutely there's fear. It's got to be. Uh, Aaron Rodgers met with the uh, Jets yesterday, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 in California. He respects Brett Favre that much, he wants to be him. Gosh, he's going to be a Jet, I feel. I, I feel think like he he's going to end up in New York. I think he is, too. And I think that's why Derek Carr took the Saints deal and went went with New Orleans. He saw the writing on the wall. I mean, I'd be surprised if we don't know something within the next five to seven days that Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. Now the Packers are going to have to trade him. The Jets are going to have to come up with a package to make uh, Green Bay happy enough to let him go. But that's where we stand, and if the Jets are going to pay him the money that the Packers are going to, ha- Packers would be happy to get and say, "Okay, take him, pay that money. We'll we'll go with Jordan Love, and we'll uh, see what we got. And we'll here. restructure everything. Yeah, we'll start. Are, are the Raiders still in on that? You think? I think the Raiders are still in on Lamar. The Raiders are the one team that didn't come out and outright say we're not interested. I think the Raiders want it. And look, another point. I heard Mike Tannenbaum, the former Met uh, Jets GM, today say. Look, part of this is if you're the Atlanta Falcons and you want to be in on the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes, what if you don't get him? How's, how's Desmond Ritter feeling right now? So part of this is we're not interested in Lamar Jackson. We've got our quarterback. You want your quarterback that's in the building right now to feel like he's your guy. And if you say we want Lamar, then all of a sudden your guy doesn't feel like he's your guy. You don't get Lamar. Now where are you? Well, it's a business, too. It is and a you, business. you got to know that a as business. a player, that it's a business, and that's where you're at. You're making lots of money even if you're not playing. You want the bad news, though? What's the bad news, John? Wake Forest is coming back. I uh, just looked down at it. 25-21 Syracuse now with uh, six minutes to play in the half. It's bad news for you, not anybody else. But I only care about me. Nobody else if cares. Anybody and listens John to this does show, care about himself. If anybody listens to this that. show, they know I care about me. High school basketball coming up at 1.30 today. Sacred Heart, the Valkyries are in the uh, state tournament down in Rupp Arena. By the way, did your boys, TJ, not know that the girls was in Rupp Arena today? 
He said bowling. Did I hear green. that right? Yeah, he said bowling green. I thought that was uh, a little. Crazy. I thought I didn't do any research. Yeah, Title Nine is what I told him. I heard you yelling Title Nine at yeah. him at the end of the show. Uh, the girls are in Rupp Arena as well, as they should be. So does that tip off at one thirty? That Sacred yes. Heart game. Tip, okay. It's the second game second. of the day. Gotcha. Okay. One thirty today. Sacred Heart Lawrence County first round of the Sweet Sixteen Girls Sweet Sixteen election. You can hear all the action. Today at one thirty, right here on the Big X. Sacred Heart uh, going to be challenged in this tournament. Well, Lawrence County's thirty and five, ever a four thousand point score or whatever. What? Yeah, four thousand. Yes, yes. I, I heard him talking <laughs> about really it earlier good. today. But, but Sacred Heart. I only saw Sacred Heart one time play Central, and Central was really good. And Sacred Heart beat them by twenty, and they are talented. The number two ranked team in the state was the Manual Crimson's, and Sacred Heart beat them by. 20-something in the regional final. Yeah, the, the Johnson girls, super, and they have talent all the way 4, around. 4,000. Yes. Yeah. God, that's that's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a lot of games. And a lot probably, of games. She's probably been playing at Lawrence County since she was probably a 6th or 7th grader. Probably the 7th. I don't think you can play as a 7th grader. Um, so, yeah. All right. She's a super senior. Let's go ahead and get to this. Let's go ahead and get a super senior in high school. Let's go ahead. And, she took her seventh year. Uh, let's go ahead and get to this. So starting the ACC, everybody knows I got North Carolina to win the tournament. They're the seven seed. Uh, I'm going to stick with that just like I'm sticking with Patino to Texas. I'm going to down this hill. I'm taking North Carolina. Scoots, who you got? I, I said it yesterday. I'm going to stick with it. Give me Miami. I'm going with Scooter. I, I, I like Miami a lot. If you guys are going to agree on it, no, we're not going to. But there's no shot. I was not going to change my pick because Scooter picked it. (laughs) All right. Well, the one seed is Miami, so you guys are getting a little bit chalky there. Um, If the seeds hold up, it'll be Miami against Duke in the semifinals and Virginia against Clemson. Boy, I really like where Carolina's at here, Tony, Uh, because that side of the bracket, if they beat Boston College today and they're eleven and a half point favorite, you got Virginia, who you just manhandled at your place. And then you got probably the whoever's left over out of Clemson and North Carolina State just to get to the finals. Miami's on the other side, Duke's on the other side, and Pitt, who I think is dangerous, is on the other side. And this is when North Carolina started playing well last year was when tournament time. But I'm still not sold on them, but I agree with your philosophy of how the bracket sets up in the ACC tournament. All right, let's go Big 12. That uh, kicks off to do- tonight. Um, I think it's in Kansas City. Uh, Big 12 tonight, Texas Tech plays West Virginia. That's the 9-8 matchup. And I love these first rounds. It's usually bad basketball, but it's entertaining. And Oklahoma, Oklahoma State rivalry game in the uh, second game. Oklahoma State is a two-point favorite there. West Virginia, four-point favorite over Texas Tech, whose coach has been suspended, Mark Adams. Um, So uh, who you got winning the – Big 12, the number one seed is Kansas. Let Scooter go first. Scooter? Rotate it. I I am going to go with Texas. Really love their draw in this tournament. They're the two seed, so they have some pretty favorable matchups, and they avoid Kansas till the championship. So give me Texas. All right. Tony, you want to go? I'm going off the board here. I'm going with TCU. Don't take my team. I know who your team is. I'm not taking on. Six seed, TCU. They'll play play, some upsets. They'll play Kansas State in in their – First matchup in this uh, in this tournament, man, that's them. a great game. That's, it is, but I'm staying with them. Oh, I, how, how's, I, I know I, who you're I picking. I didn't want to take Kansas. 
Oh, I thought you were how, taking. How do you? How do I, I? You know who I was going to take. How do I? I thought one of you guys would take Kansas. I'm trying to win free free dinner here. Nope. Steak and shake. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take Kansas. You can have them. I thought you'd take Baylor. Uh, Baylor's who I like in the big dance. But Baylor struggled a little bit lately. Uh, they're in Kansas City. They're going to play West Virginia first. Baylor uh, plays Iowa State first. I know, but I'm talking about Kansas. Oh, gotcha. Kansas is going to play West Virginia. I'm taking Kansas. And you know I hate to do that because of my brother, but I'm taking Kansas. I just have a feeling Kansas will get knocked off in the, in the conference tournament. All right, Big East, maybe. <laughs> in fact, there's no question. It's the most underrated power conference there is. Not a lot of people pay attention. Their games are not on ESPN. They're usually on Fox or FS1. So you sort of lose track of what's going on in the Big East if you're not paying attention. But, man, one through six, I'm going to say, I'm going to throw Villanova in there. One through five for sure. Those are teams that are just terrific. So, uh, Scoots? No, I think it's me first. Oh, yeah. Tony, who you got here in the uh, Big East? I'm going to go with Marquette because I've been on Marquette all year long. I know they're the number one seed in the, in the tournament there, and I, I usually go away from that. But I, I like uh, Shaka. All right. I will go with uh, – I'm going to go with Creighton Blue Jays. Thought about that. Three seed. Uh, if the seeds hold up, they'll play Xavier in the semifinals. I think it's an easier path than Marquette, who would have to go through UConn or Providence yeah. winner there. So I'm going to go with Creighton. Scooter? My team knocks off Tony's team in the semifinals. Yeah, Connecticut. Give me UConn. <laughs> Kevin Ollie and uh, Jim Calhoun aren't coming through that door. That don't matter. All right, we'll take a break, come back to the other three conferences, and uh, check out the schedule for tonight, see uh, who the system likes. Uh, you already know they like the underdogs. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. Guys, Spears in studio. Tony Burke is with me. Along with Scooter Dingus, we're picking the winners of the conference tournaments. The Thornton's text line is still open, 502-414-1450. If you'd like to text the show with your opinion, 502-414-1450. All right, ACC, I've got Carolina. Tony's got Miami and so does Scooter. Big 12, I took Kansas, TCU for Tony, and Texas for Justin. And uh, we all went off the board in the Big East. I got Creighton, Tony with Marquette, and Scooter with Connecticut. All right, let's go Pac-12 next. No, I think they only get three teams in, maybe. UCLA and Arizona are in. USC probably is in. And then after that, Oregon. Question mark. Washington State finished fifth in the league, believe it or not. Yeah, tied with Arizona State. Arizona State's actually 20 and 11, but Oregon, who came in fourth, is 18 and 13. Yeah, I'm going to take Arizona. I just think they're the best team. I haven't believed in UCLA all year long. I'm going to stick by that. Um, UCLA might get to the finals here. I mean, they're going to play Washington, Colorado winner, and then probably Oregon. But I think Arizona's, in my opinion, the best team in the uh, Pac 12, and I think they cruise here. Scooter? 
as much as I hate it, I've got to agree with you, John. I and for a lot of the same reasons, I don't believe in UCLA. I too think you, Arizona's the best team in this conference. I'll take them as well. Tony, the one seed's available. I'm, I'm going to take them. I thought one of y'all would take UCLA, and one would take Arizona, and then I might go with Arizona. <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to take the chalk if y'all are going to just give it to me. I'm we're giving you the chalk. You can have it. You can have it. Big Ten tournament. I know Matt's fired up. Matt Dennison uh, from the Hoosier Report is jacked up about the Big Ten tournament starting tonight. I don't know how jacked up I'm going to be about these games. Minnesota against Nebraska and Ohio State against Wisconsin. Whew. Ohio um, State-Wisconsin, by the way, in the 12-13 game. That's unprecedented. All right. Hoosier apologist, Justin Kalen, you, uh, you got first pick here. Are you taking uh, your – Indiana Hoosiers. I am. Yeah, I was the uh, three seed. I am. I was telling my roommate the other night. I just, I've got a feeling in my bones. Indiana's never won the Big Ten tournament. That's true. I just have a feeling this is the year. Tony, there's a lot of teams here to pick from. What happened to Iowa the other day? They played a couple of great games. Just show you about college and basketball. They lose at home, and, to, and they lose to, the, to Nebraska. The Huskers, unbelievable. That's crazy, isn't it? So I'm, you're taking Iowa? No. <laughs> I'm. I, I was leaning towards Scoot, but I think I'm moving to. I'm, I'm going to take Purdue. I'm taking chalk again. I. I, I just think uh, Eady's so hard to play against. That's your fourth number one seed. And there's nobody said I had to take long shots. I took TCU. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're taking Purdue there. I, I gave IU to you, and I gave. Okay. I don't so, want Purdue. IU and Scooter has uh, IU, and Tony has Purdue. Uh, You're going long I, here. I look. No, I'm not going that long. Northwestern, I was, no. it's hard to believe in Northwestern. Michigan, I think, could get on a run. They're dangerous. They'll get If they beat Rutgers, they'll get Purdue. So that's not an easy draw for Michigan, who, by the way, is bubbling the heck out of this thing trying to get in the tournament. I think Maryland's talented. Penn State, give me Michigan State. I knew that's who you were taking. That's I just knew it. Uh, they're the four seed, so they get the double bye. They're going to probably get Iowa uh, in their first game and then the winner of Purdue-Michigan. By the way, John, we were talking about the conference. I'll, I'll take Tom Izzo in these tournaments. We were talking about the Big Ten standings before they became finalized and yeah. how Michigan State was going to get screwed. How about that? They end up with a top four seed. They end up because they didn't have to play. Yeah. Like, but well, they would have won. They would have beat Minnesota, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just everybody else lost that they needed to lose so they could get that double bye. All right, now we go to the Conference of Champions, the SEC. Uh, oh, that's uh, Pac-12, sorry. Oh, Bill Walton's not here. Uh, first pick goes to – who's got – you got first pick, Tony, in the Southeastern Conference. Cats been playing great lately. There's no two ways about it. They had to go into Arkansas and win with undermanned, in foul trouble, with the double buy on the line here, and they did it. So – where do you go here? The word today is Wallace will play. Yep. That's huge. And Frederick about will Wheeler? probably play. And they were talking about Wheeler maybe being back. I think he's a key. Do you not? I, it, off the bench. Off the bench. Exactly. I'm going to go with Kentucky because I like their draw. Yeah, it's a great draw when you got Auburn, Tennessee, Missouri. I'm sorry, Alabama, Tennessee, Missouri on the other side. I think uh, and on your side, you got A&M, Arkansas, Auburn, Vanderbilt, I'm, I'd teams, be pretty teams, happy there. You, teams you beat. I mean, not Vandy. Uh, I got to go Alabama. I just think 
look, they've struggled down this ever since the Brandon Miller thing became an issue. They have struggled. They've won games close. They've lost games. But Nate Oates, I think, can coach. They'll figure it out. Um, and they're the number one seed. They're going to be a Mississippi State, Florida winner. No Castleton. Uh, Mississippi State's okay, but Alabama, I think, cruises in that game to get them to the semis. Then probably Missouri. Does Missouri beat Tennessee? I think so. Better be, wary of, better be wary of Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, I don't know. They're the nine seed. Just telling you. I'll take Alabama. I'm, I, that's, I don't like chalk. I'll take Alabama here. Scooter? So I've already agreed with each of you one time in one of these conference tournaments. I was going to go Kentucky, but for the easy draw, but I'm going to go on the other side or the top half of that lower section of the bracket. I wish he was still bald, but give me Buzz Williams and Texas A&M. They got they have a tough first game either versus Arkansas or Auburn, but if they're able to get past that, they play you never defense. Know. That can be Kentucky, yeah. and they play a game that most teams don't play anymore, and that is get fouled, get inside, get to the free throw line, and they're really they're tough, and they're really good at it. They're just physically tough. They are a, they're a tough matchup. Kentucky won that uh, game. I think it was in Rupp uh, against them earlier in the year. One of the few. Games Kentucky played well in Rep Arena, but uh, you—I know you're a huge Buzz Williams fan, Tony. And, and Texas A&M—they can—they can just play. They play their game the way they want to play it, and they're good at it. Yeah, Kentucky beat them by nine at Rupp. All right, system is uh, thirty-five, thirty-three Syracuse just before halftime here, and I got the Qs plus the three. Other ACC games tonight, let's quickly go through these and get your picks, Tony. 2.30 today, Georgia Tech and Pitt. Pitt's a seven-point favorite. I like Pitt a lot. All these games are in Greensboro, by the way. Uh, I, you know where I stand, system. I don't like Georgia Tech here. Let's don't kid ourselves. They struggled yesterday against a bad Florida State team. Um, yeah, Pitt's probably the play here. But Boston, you're getting seven. I'm getting seven. I'm taking the seven, just like I'm taking the 11-and-a-half in Boston College, who I think has no chance to keep it that close against Carolina tonight. Tony? I'm going to take BC in the points. Oh, jinxing me. <laughs> BC's worn out after that tough emotional win over the I, I was yesterday. thinking the same thing. <laughs> I, I heard him talking about it afterwards. Am I done with talking about Louisville basketball? Am I done? Yes, for a while. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, Big 12, 7 o'clock tonight, Texas Tech, West Virginia. Noah got a, got a uh, fill-in interim coach at Texas Tech. West Virginia's a four-point favorite. I like Huggy Bear. Yeah, I do too. He's a, he's a tournament coach. You don't yeah. want to do Virginia Tech, that. NC State? No, I, I just skipped right over that one. Fair enough. That's a good call. That's, a, that's E me. <laughs> Let's go back to the ACC. How about Virginia Tech? Tough, close, late game, late night win over Notre Dame last night. Now they got NC State. Three point underdogs are the Hokies. I'm gonna take the Hokies because of their run last year. That, that's exactly. It. You know what seed they were last year, right? Eleven, seven. Right, just like uh, the Tar Heels are seven this year. I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there. Rick Pitino to Texas. <laughs> Yeah, the late-night Big 12 game, Oklahoma-Oklahoma State, the uh, Cowboys' two-point favorites over their in-state rival. Uh, Oklahoma's 15-16. and 16. They beat Alabama by, like, 70. So, uh, Sooners, they they won, by the way, on the last day of the regular season. Sooners, Boomer Sooner tonight? 
I'll take the Cowboys. Taking the points here. Nope. You're taking the one, huh? I'm taking the – so I got two. I, I got one over here. I got one as well. well. I got a piece of paper from the betting parlor that says <laughs> two. So I'm taking two. Uh, Big East, 3 o'clock early start. Butler, St. John's, FS1. All the Big East games are on FS1 today. St. John's, five-and-a-half-point favorite here, Mike Anderson's team. That might have struggled all year up at Butler. I, I'm going to take uh, Rick Pitino's new team. <laughs> ah, the Red Hawks. The Red Storm. Storm. 5.30, DePaul, Seton Hall. I know who Tony's got. Never bet, bet DePaul. DePaul. <laughs> That's what he told me. Uh, Seton Hall, however, is a five-point favorite. Does that sound right? Yep. Sounds fishy. Yeah, it kind of does. But Seton Hall should kill them. DePaul. <laughs> DePaul <laughs> is 9-22 for the record. Where's Dallas Comba Cheese when you need him? Mark Aguirre. Terry Cummings. Uh, John Corbin. Georgetown and Villanova. Oh, the old Big East battle. Georgetown and Villanova. John Thompson, may he rest in peace. Raleigh Massimino. Villanova is an 11-point favorite against Patrick Ewing State. Too many points. Villanova will win, but I'm going to go with somebody else. Villanova's played well lately. They've played really well, but I'm going to take 11 points. Isn't so Georgetown you, so one of the teams you said don't he beat? He won't Pat? take DePaul, but he will take Georgetown? Tony, you said a few weeks ago, don't uh, bet DePaul, don't bet Georgetown. I, I did you say are. that. I'm just, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I'm changing my pick. I, I like Villanova. <laughs> Bullied him. I bullied no, him into but you're right, taking, Scooter. Yeah, you're right. You bullied him into taking him. I just I thought Villanova might not play well. That was Big really Ten right. tonight, Ohio State and Wisconsin. All games on the Big Ten Network uh, tonight, 630. I don't understand the spread, Tony. Ohio State's two-point favorite. Got to bet them. I know. Vegas is Gotta begging me to take Wisconsin, which means they think Ohio State's going to win. The 13 and 18 team is favored. Over the 17 and 13 team. Who is still trying to get into the tournament, by the way. They don't put those buildings up in Vegas for uh, not having any money, do they? Second game, Minnesota-Nebraska. This, uh, If you're looking Woo. for a, re- a way to go to sleep, put this game on. <laughs> yep. Um, Nebraska's six, I guess, based off that win at Iowa on the last regular season Sunday. And I, and I should have thrown Minnesota in there. I'll Eight and 21. Minnesota. True. So I'm going to take Nebraska. Oh, i got to take the six there. I got to take the points. Uh, Pac-12, four games today, uh, not available locally. Pac-12, Pac-10 network, Pac-12 network, excuse unless me. Unless you have it. Three, unless you have it, which I don't. Colorado and Washington. Colorado's a two-point favorite over the higher seed here. Wow. I would have took Washington and Keon Brooks, but I'll take the Buffaloes just for the reason we talked about. Buffaloes, uh, The Buffaloes are favorite. California, 3-28. and 28. Do they fall into the DePaul-Georgetown mode here? Not in my book because I haven't watched them enough. Washington State is 16 and 15, and the Cougars are 14 point favorites. I usually take Cougars, but I'm going to go with Cal. Stanford, Utah, basically a pick them here. I think uh, Utah's a one point, or is Utah one point favorite? I got it as even. Even, so we got to pick them here. Now we got to pick one because this is a scooter system. system. You got to take the team on the bottom, Utah. I go with you. uh, Seven seed. And late night, Oregon State, Arizona State. Quickly, Arizona State's 11. Uh, Oregon State will cover, they'll lose. SEC tonight, Ole Miss and South Carolina. Ole Miss is seven with love a, South without a coach. Love South Carolina. And LSU, love, I'm going to write that down. LSU, Georgia. LSU somehow two-and-a-half point favorite over Georgia. Same reason, I'll go with LSU. Strap it in, folks. 
We got three days of this. Tomorrow's the best day. In my book. Tomorrow is the best day. Uh, do we have to do a show tomorrow, Scooter? It's up to you. It's your show. I guess we'll show up. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage right here on the Big X. Everywhere you are. I heard it. I heard it. I heard it.